Welcome to Fantasy Football Off the Record, featuring Tom Tobiaski and Carl Campbell, where we discuss this week's fantasy football as well as our Power 12 Fantasy League. For those tuning in for the first time, we hope you enjoy the first segment where we dip into all things fantasy football. And as well, uh, for our everyday listeners, we hope you continue to enjoy our Power 12 analysis, which is coming in shortly after our first segment. So let's dig in, shall we, Carl? What do you think about this? I think uh, we're ready to go, huh? You got it, man. Hey, so what we're going to start off this week with is our hot picks. And uh, aside from the people you normally start, so in this week's segment, Carl and I will select a quarterback, a flex player, and a defense that we uh, we seem that we think that they're going to be a great player to pick up or a great player to start that you probably wouldn't. Obviously, you know, Carl, you're going to start Andrew Luck every week. So we're not going to talk about him. Um, this is for the other people that you probably wouldn't. Maybe he's on your bench. Maybe he's in, he's in the waiver wire. But it's somebody that uh, you know is definitely worth a good look, and I think that you and I both agree. We have our own difference of opinions, but someone that we should get in the starting lineup makes sense. So starting off, uh, I'm going to let Carl start off with his uh, Carl. What's your who's your quarterback of selection? So I'm going to go ahead and start for week two. Um, I'm going to select Joe Flacco. Um, although he didn't didn't have an extremely strong game against the Bills, he did show a little bit of promise. Um, this pick is purely based on schedule matchups. This week, um, they play against the Browns, whose defense allowed two touchdowns by a rookie quarterback. A veteran Super Bowl quarterback against a weak defense is pretty much a no-brainer to me. How do you feel about that? Yeah, no, I think that's a pretty good pick because uh, he's a pretty big deep threat this week. I mean, he may go off to 20-plus points. Uh, my personal pick is going for Marcus Mariota. He's, uh, he's at 30 points last season against a couple of terrible defenses, Jacksonville and New Orleans, and this week be, should be no different against Detroit. Uh, obviously, he has his up and downs, but I, I think this is a good opportunity. We've seen what the Colts did in Detroit last week, and obviously he's no Andrew Luck, but I think he'll show some promise. Um, he's going to be connecting. Uh, you know, He's got a great freshman connection with uh, Tajay Sharp. And Carl, speaking of Sharp, Carl, did you know my wife has owned a 60-inch Sharp TV for over 10 years? I mean, did you know that? Did you know? I I did not know that. Oh, well. Well, I'm glad you do now. Uh, Because Sharp Electronics manufacture top-of-the-line quality and longevity, you know, as as I just stated. Uh, Sharp Electronics deliver cutting-edge integration and power, powerful productivity. So uh, if you ever get a chance, make sure you pick up next Sharp. How about that? I'll, I'll start looking into that next week. You got it. Uh, our next selection is for a flex player. And, uh, Carl, who do you got going in for your top pick, a flex? Speaking of, of uh, obviously, we just talked about this, but Tajay Sharp, um, I'm, clearly Marcus Mariota, was, that, that was his number one target. So, although he may not um, have a lot of touchdowns with DeMarco Murray in the mix, uh, he definitely will receive a ton of yardage in the position and, and is actually poised for a good week again. So, I'm going to go ahead and piggyback off your, um, your number one pick, uh, for quarterback starting this week and say Tajay Sharp is a good selection um, as a flex player uh, for this week two. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I don't often agree with you, but these past two ones you selections you made, uh, I do. But as far as my flex player selection, I'm going with Danny Woodhead. I'm going out on a limb a little bit. I obviously had a big week in week one, uh, which I don't think he can repeat to that long, to that magnitude, but he'll get somewhere close. Losing Keenan Allen's a big deal for the Chargers. Not to, you know... Uh, it, oh, I'm sorry, it's not too big of a deal for the Chargers, but I think it's a huge deal if you own Keenan Allen in your leagues. 
The reason I don't think so because he's been hurt for the past five years. He's not a. It doesn't really matter. But Danny Woodhead's going to eat up some of those other passes, and obviously he's a guy that's going to be coming out in the flat, going to be picking up some things. And Melvin Gordon's been going to be uh, going to be shut down, I think, this week, and and they're going to have to. They're getting some focus on Melvin Gordon, and I think Danny Wood is going to have some opportunities. Uh, now, our last selection for our hot pick of the week, uh, defense. Who you got, Carl, going for defense? So uh, there's there's a lot of good defensive matchups this week, um, especially defensive matchups this week. So if you if you have a tendency to lean towards anybody, I'm going to say lean towards the Ravens against the Browns. RG3 out with a shoulder injury, lack of experience. I think that will lead to easy points for you in the in in the upcoming week. So I think it's safe to say you have no faith in the Browns this season. Uh, none, not at all, not at all. I, I actually think they're they're, they're a bunch of Browns themselves. Yeah, well, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> in my case, I'm actually going for the Eagles. Uh, that's my defensive choice, not because they're going against the Bears. Actually, it's totally because they're going against the Bears. Because <laughs> Jay, well, I, was I say, mean, why wouldn't, why wouldn't I'm just, that be? Why I'm just totally kidding. Uh, you know, Jay Cutler's now on the same page with a second year rookie, uh, Kevin White. Obviously, we've seen that if you've seen it against the Texans week one. And uh, his chemistry with Zach Miller has not appeared yet. I mean, the only, his only option right now is uh, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and that's here and there. Uh, so without his tight end machine, touchdown machine going on, I, I would say the Eagles are a good opportunity to find some good points this week. So our next thing, next segment here, Carl, is our cold picks of the week, which I call our DT3, Don't Touch That Titty. Um <laughs> So the first thing here, Carl, is uh, these are obviously these are picks that you probably want to stay away from that you would probably start in your league or at least think about starting. Uh, and we're not. and we're just trying to tell you, hey man, I think you probably should stay away from this one because it could be a bad selection. We're obviously going to select a quarterback, a flex player, and a defense just to get you guys well rounded of what's going on. Uh, so we'll start off once again at the top, Carl. Who do you got your quarterback? You do not touch this week. My number one quarterback to drop or not touch this week will have to be uh, Tannehill from Miami. Ryan Tannehill? Ten- the? Ryan Tannehill? The. The. Ooh, okay. The Tannehill. I wouldn't I touch Ryan believe- Tannehill anyways. Hey, he was back in maybe last year, the year before. He might have been an interesting uh, fantasy football pick uh, this upcoming week. Really not a strong quarterback. Obviously, doesn't show consistency. Um, You're right. And just I'm just gonna lay off on, on Tannehill. I don't think that's gonna be a great pick for anybody in the upcoming week. You know, for the way you shut off the hip there, uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I think that off the hip. The, I think that's uh, that's just that was knowledge. that was pretty good. Um, that's really good. Uh, for my pick, my quarterback, everyone's going to be pissed at me for saying this, but I'm going against Aaron Rodgers this week. Wow. And that's huge because why wouldn't you start Aaron Rodgers? Everybody in their league is starting Aaron Rodgers right now. 99.7% of people in ESPN leagues are starting Aaron Rodgers. You should. Uh, but I'm telling you, don't. If you've got somebody fairly decent that can get you over 14 points, don't go Aaron Rodgers. And I think why? Because uh, Minnesota's got a pretty stout D, man, and they know how to shut down Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be a low-scoring affair. Eddie Lacy is going to be heavy in high usage, and uh, I think this is uh, not that I'm saying that Aaron Rodgers will not show up. He'll he'll be at the game. Um, He's just not going to get very much yardage. He might throw for one touchdown, and it won't be the player that you have. It's going to be some jack-off. He's going to throw a touchdown to a fullback. Uh, I, I forgot what that I guy's name, but I don't think it's, this is a good selection. I think you want to stay away from Aaron Rodgers if you can, and uh, or he'll probably throw it to Richard Rodgers. I'll say that touchdown is gonna one solo touchdown to Richard Rodgers. That's all he's gonna get this week. All right, Carl. Continuing on with our cold picks of the week, uh, flex player. Who's the do not touch that titty flex player? You got uh, the do not touch that titty. 
player for me. I'm gonna go ahead, go ahead and say uh, Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. I don't. I don't even want. I don't see why you even want to touch this guy. Um, I think Philadelphia has enough to worry about. Um, it's just, it's not a good pick for me. I mean, there's just way too much going on in that um, offensive line. I'm going to say go ahead and do not touch that titty, Darren Sproles. Yeah, I wouldn't touch Darren Sproles with your hands. Uh, <laughs> but my flex player is Willie Sneed. And, and this is kind of be a shocker because everybody's picking up Willie Sneed right now. He had a great week last week. But you got to remember, this is in... This was in New Orleans, man. I mean, New Orleans, they, they, their team is based upon latitude longitude. They don't play well outside of their home. And uh, the Giants have a great, a vastly improved offense this season that won't allow Snead to pull off what he did in week one. So I would say I do not touch Willie Snead. If you got somebody decent that's a little bit better than him, uh, his projection is probably six or seven points, and I think he might get less than that. Our next selection, Carl, is our defenses. Uh, who's the defense that you will not touch for week two? My defensive pick this week is going to have to be uh, the Broncos against uh, the Colts. So I think um, the Colts are going to do quite a bit of a number this week, so we'll see exactly what happens. But I'm going to go ahead and say Broncos. What do you feel about that? It's not a bad pick. I, I think Andrew Luck's still going to get his points. Uh, either way, I mean, you just can't stop the guy. He's, he's an unstoppable force. And my pick is the San Francisco 49ers. They're ranked number one right now in defense. And I think that's a total fallacy. Uh, they're not going to land there by any means. Their defense is okay. It's not there. Um, and they played against a bad L.A. Rams team last week. So uh, I think the L.A. Rams should definitely be sitting – I'm sorry. The San Francisco 49ers should definitely be sitting on your bench along with Colin Kaepernick. And uh, <clears throat> Carl, speaking of sitting, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Wayfair is now offering 70% off every day of your finest furniture and love seats. You know, Wayfair is the ultimate guide to organizing your home. Are you aware of this, Carl? I, I was not aware of it. Oh, well, now you are. Uh, visit Wayfair.com to get your room-by-room room plan out of plan put in place. Hmm. Check it out, Carl. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for our next segment here, we're going to dip into our waiver wire wonders. So this is like, uh, you know, people that are sitting on the waiver wire that you most in most in majority of ESPN leagues that aren't owned. And uh, this is somebody you should probably take a look at. So, Carl, who do you have as a waiver wire wonder coming up? So, I got a, I got an interesting one for you there, uh, Tom. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, ready. I'm ready for it. It would have to be. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go for Eli Rogers from wide receiver from Pittsburgh. Holy shit. All right. Just simply, let's let's look at this overall, you know, the team schematics, what they have going on right now. They have a lot of injuries going on right now. Um, which can only lead to him getting a little bit more touches. So I'm going to go ahead and say um, Eli Rogers. I mean, he had, he had some great um, touches this past week. I think that's 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 a hidden little uh, secret right there. So My, my personal pick is going to be Philip Dorsett from the Indianapolis Colts. And I know what you're, you're telling me. You're about to say I'm, sip, I'm sipping the, the Colts uh, Kool-Aid. Lately, but yeah. I assure you, uh, Dorsett's going to be running quick slants all day and receive the majority of targets. T.Y. is going to be shut down because of Aqib Talib. And so you bet Dorsett's going to be getting fed probably about 11 to 12 targets this week. We'll see how that goes. I, I, I just feel like you're sucking the Indianapolis Colts juice. Drink the juice. Thank you. I am. That concludes our fantasy football analysis for the week. Next, we'll be dipping into our Power 12 analysis where we discuss our upcoming league and our Power 12 league where uh, we'll see what's going on for this week and what our projections are. Let's do it. Five things from Five things from week one on the Power 12. Carl, what's your first thing you got here? 
All right, let's go. Let's go right into it. Team LaBamba's plank win down. His bench outscored his starting lineup by only 20 points. It's pretty amazing to see Todd Gurley, Brandon Marshall, and the highly touted Jaguars defense combined for a total of seven points. Speaking of planes, Tom, have you ever wanted to get away? Uh, of course. Seriously, get away. Yeah, I always. Southwest now offers one-way flights to Mexico for as low as $59. Restrictions and exclusions may apply. Blackout dates also apply. 14-day advance purchase required. Wow, that's great, man. Uh, not only about Team... Well, it's, it's bad for Team La Bamba, but it's good for Mexico. And I hope they get those flights in there. Uh, Carl, the second thing uh, that we've noticed from week one is that George Lopez is, always some, is in some serious trouble. First, their fifth-round pick, Keenan Allen, went down for the season with a torn ACL. Second, Des Bryant is in a safe play, low-ceiling offense under Dak Prescott. Um, I, Dak Prescott is—he seems like a pretty like a safe quarterback. He's not throwing the long ball. Obviously, he did have a touchdown pass that was recalled from uh, going to Des Bryant. But overall, I don't see Des Bryant having much opportunities here unless something expands later in the season. Third thing, Carl, what do you got? It was incredibly ugly performance by No Sue for you. Robbie Gold, who was not only absent from play this week, but not even employed by the NFL, was in the starting lineup. Not sure what was going on for No Sue for you. But need David Copperfield to do some magic on the waiver wire. Yeah, I mean, that was brutal, man. Uh, starting, I know, and I'm going to chime in here just for a quick second because this is your team. And I know that's kind of hard for you to read. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's hard to swallow. Um, but and, and usually you're, you don't have a hard time swallowing, but that was. Uh, but, but starting Robbie Gold in a, in a lineup is pretty bad considering he's not even employed by listen, the NFL. Listen, listen, listen. The kicker was not going to make a difference in overall scheme of the whole entire team. You're so, absolutely right. But besides Ben Roethlisberger, nobody scored double digits at your team. Right, 22 but, points. But, hey, that's. That's neither here nor there, man. I'm just, I'm just on the outside speculating. Uh, who wrote so, this fucking well, script? This is some bullshit. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, the fourth thing that we have in week one is that Brown Lives team looks pretty good. Uh, this is uh, uh, and in the Power Twelve preview show for those for all the hundreds that uh, actually tuned into this. Brown Lives are predicted to win it all this year. Despite an aberrational performance from the Chiefs' defense scoring zero points, Derek Carr looked legit. Spencer Ware took, took, uh, looks to take another start next week, and Antonio Brown looked unstoppable. So, I mean, overall, it seems like they're flowing on all cylinders, and uh, I think it's going to keep it up all season long. He's also got a pretty decent bench. And going into our fifth thing of the week, Carl, what's the fifth one you got? Ash Worship was coming out of the gate hard. Oh, stiff as a rock. David Johnson, AJ Green seem to be an easy 60 points each week. It's just up to his team's role players to fill the rest of the blanks. We're getting back into our week two predictions. So what we have going on here is we got uh, obviously six matchups between our league, Power 12 Invitational, for those not aware. And uh, we're going to just make our predictions and see what's going on. So the first matchup here we have is I'm here to see Francis, who's 1-0, versus Shitting on the Grass, who's 0-1. Who you got in this one, Carl? I'm here to see Francis. I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, 
obviously what I just said. Carson Palmer uh, against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, although Shane on the Grass has a decent lineup, I don't I don't see them succeeding this e- this week uh, just simply because of the matchup. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with. I'm here to see Francis. Good one and zero. Make it two and zero. Good selection, man. Good selection. Next up, Tommy Punkass Lastella, one and zero. Projected at 78 versus Lita Okola. 1-0. Projected at 0. Both teams are undefeated. Wow. That's pretty amazing. I mean, I know we've only been through one week, but I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, uh, Tommy Punk Asestella obviously is the returning champion. He's got a pretty decent roster with Brack, Brock Asweiler, Alshon Jeffrey, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks. But, uh, you know, our bo- homeboy, Lita Okola, decided he wanted to bench all his whole team this week because he didn't want to be analyzed. He's actually got a pretty decent squad coming up. I'm I'm picking the upset this week. I'm going for Lito Rocola. Uh, our homeboy, David Sandeos, I think is going to come through. And he's going to lead the uh, British Petroleum Division into fruition. Uh, our third matchup we have here is, returning, is the return of Hondo Calrissian, who's 0-1, versus Nosu for you, who's also 0-1. Who do you have in this matchup, Carl? Well, I would love to go for Nosu for you. Um, obviously, for obvious reasons, but I think I think um, Return of Hondo Carissian has a better matchup overall in stored. Uh, Cam Newton, I think he has a lot to prove this upcoming week. Um, there's a lot going on um, in the Broncos, and I, I think there's just a lot more to prove. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, as much as I really regret to say it, uh, Return of Hondo Carissian. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Totally. All right, next, George Lopez Show, 0-1, projected at 81, versus Gulf Galaxy Horror, 1-0, projected at 70. Give me your thoughts. It, it kind of astounds me, the fact that Gulf Galaxy Horror showed up with so many points last week. I mean, it was basically Andrew Luck, C.J. Anderson, and Steven Goskowski show. They both uh, tied, I mean, they, they both combined for 75 points, I want to say, somewhere around there. Um, without that implementation, I'm not sure they could have got that win. And even against the uh, less than flattering no suit for you team. This week, I, I'm going to go with George Lopez show for a pretty decent upset. Uh, I think Adrian Peterson had a terrible week last week. He got shut down pretty heavily. Green Bay is not going to do this to them. Uh, Des Bryant's going to come out. He might break off for something. Uh, it's got to be short. Jeremy Macklin's going to tear it up in Kansas City. And I think Jordan Reed's time to shine his tight end in Washington is going to show up now. And the Vikings' D will always put up some points. So I would say uh, George Lopez show for the upset. Sorry, Galaxy whore. You're a whore. Our fifth matchup this week is Brown Lives Matter versus La Bamba. Who do you got in this matchup, Carl? You know, I'm going to go ahead and go with a little bit of the underdog. I'm going to go and shoot for La Bamba. La Bamba, um, Phillip Rivers, um, Blount, Gordon uh, against David Carr, McCoy, and where I feel like uh, Brown Lives Matter has a lot of uh, old tenured people. I, I'm, I'm going to have, I'm going to give them, I'm giving the benefit of doubt and say La Bamba takes this one, not by a lot, by, by a couple points. What, what are your thoughts on I that? think you're completely incorrect. La Bamba doesn't know how to, how to actually judge his team. His bench outscored his main roster by 20 points. I mean, he totally blew his load on setting up his rosters. So basically, this is called human error. All right, next up. Let's go, Tom. MapQuest Master 0-1 projected at 84 this week versus Ass Worship. 1-0 projected at 83. Pretty tight game. What do you, what do you, how do you project this one to go? 
You know, I, it pains me to say this, but I've got to say ass worship is going to come through again uh, for some odd reason. He's, <laughs> ass worship come through. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, he may bring his satchel with him, but I think David Johnson is obviously is projected to be the number one running back this season. And he's been showing a, a decent uh, level of that. He's a sixth-ranked running back right now. I think he'll solidify himself within the top five within the next three weeks. Matt Stafford is right now a top-four quarterback. He's got nothing else to live for. He's got a terrible team around him. Might as well just keep slinging the pass. Why not? A.J. Green has been excellent, as he always is. And, and Larry Fitzgerald has found the fountain of youth the past couple of seasons. I think he's doing excellent. So I think overall, this is looking like, uh, and I wouldn't say a slaughterhouse, but I'd say Ass Worship will pull this one off by 10 to 15 points in decent fashion. Jesus, if, if the fashion has anything to do with that satchel he always wears, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with all that. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. If you're talking may the fanny, <laughs> many, may the fanny pack win. If you're talking about fashion and you want to talk about the Martha Stewart collection, you better mention ass worship. Speaking of fashion, bullshit. You know that. <laughs> you did you know that fanny packs are not just made by Nano Villarreal? No, I didn't. But by Nano Vill, but by Nano Villarreal's special team. No, it's. Pure ass leather Ooh. made from the authentic Cambodian ass milk. Awesome. Absolutely. This thing will be silky smooth for your silky sash. <laughs> wow, that's, you know, thank you, Carl. I mean, uh, I'm definitely going to put myself up one of these satchels. Well, Carl, we've, uh, we've obviously extended our stay far too long this week. This is our first podcast of the Power 12 season and also and uh, dissecting yeah. in yeah. the fantasy football world and uh, getting out there to the world. So hope everybody enjoyed it this week. And any final words, Carl? Any, any final uh, plugs? I, I, I enjoy uh, uh, getting put deep inside everyone's ear. Uh, All right. Hey, signing off from, uh, from Tom Tobiaski here uh, via satellite. Uh, and I'm uh, Carl Campbell. Hey, it's been a pre- appreciate the evening, guys. You guys have a good one, and we'll uh, tune in shortly.